Get your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Jay Delsing is with us. You can hear golf with Jay Delsing Sunday mornings here on 101 ESPN. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Pretty good, Randy. That was not good. <laughs> and this comes from another dad, a dad joke guy. Come on. I know. I got terrible ones, too. So we, better, we better just keep going. How do you think the PGA Tour is feeling this morning? Oh, man. DeChambeau and, uh, and uh, Dustin Johnson won two at the PGA Championship. I know, and, and this DeChambeau has changed his body and his golf game, you know, more than my daughter's changed clothes on a weekend. You know, <laughs> I can't keep track of him, and now he's talking about living to be over 100. And Yeah, I, uh, but, but it, his, his golf game yesterday was fantastic. If you look at his record, he's been just abysmal. His last, I think in his last seven, uh, 72-hole tournaments, He's either missed a cut or withdrawn in seven of the nine. So, you know, golf is unpredictable as all hell, as you know, but his game is all over the place. Yesterday was a really good day for him. Jay, I was watching uh, some golfers warm up. I think it was John Rahm, and he had this putting plate uh, that helped. He was working on his putting. They were were practicing. How much does something like that help? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, quite a bit. So, Kerry, what what I think, um, because I saw that as well, and I didn't get a great look at it, but what I think, so so one of the things that's so hard about putting, you guys, is you're you're standing next to a ball, so it's a side-on game, but your target is out, you know, away from you. And so what the players are working on constantly is what their perspective um, with their aim of their putter looks like. So if you get slightly off, looking down at the ball, very seldom do you ever put it where you want it to go. And so they're working all the time on trying to get that eye position to be the same and not get too far over the ball and not get too far on top of it. And so uh, it's, it's, it's really frustrating. I got to a point in time where I was aiming so far left and thought I was aiming straight, you know, that none of, none of my putts, especially my short putts, would, would go in. And so that's what I think he was working on. Mm. Jay, right now, too, we're experiencing nice warm weather here, but it seems like they're dealing with a lot more different temperatures up there, freezing temperatures. How does that how much does that factor into play this weekend? Yeah, that's not not easy at all, Brooke. I mean, that's one of the challenges, you guys, when the PGA and the PGA Tour got together and moved the, the PGA Championship from August to May. I mean, there's a lot of warm weather states you could go to, but um, you know, Rochester, New York is not your first thought of going, you know, the first two weeks of May. They could get anything. The weather, the, the conditions are supposed to be better. But, I mean, a frost delay, that's, that's not that much fun. 
Hey, lots Jake. Of gear, guys. Lots of different stuff that you got to bring with you to, to just be prepared for that. Yeah. I want to touch on a couple of guys. Number one, Scotty Scheffler was considered by many to be the favorite coming in. He spends the first round uh, playing very well. He's one shot off the pace. Uh, what is it about Scotty Scheffler now? And he's top two or three in the world. What is it about his game that you really like? You know what, Randy? He's had a huge, really high compete level, like almost Tiger-esque. You know, Tiger never gave up on a shot. Scotty is a big, uh, a big guy, and he's really, really creative around the greens. He hits it a mile, like all the guys on tour does do today. But he, he just, um, I, I just read something about, um, you know, his mental prep, and he's, he's just works on staying extremely calm and relaxed and that is so much easier said than done when you're playing golf and you hit these balls in some of these different conditions and trying to to, to maintain your composure and, and I think that's the thing that impresses me the most is that he just looks he, he doesn't look like he's he's unflappable he just looks like he's he's got it all together almost all the time and that Kind of irritates you a little bit as a guy who, you know, your hair, your hair, my hair could catch on fire at any time out there. And it kind of feels, it's interesting you bring up that personality trait for Scheffler because it feels to me like Rory McIlroy has kind of gone all over the place now. And he was plus one yesterday, but I don't know what to think of what's going on with Rory. I don't either. I think this, I think you're seeing the, the mental side of golf more than anything with Rory. So Rory hit two fairways yesterday. Guys, in a major championship, if you're not putting the ball in the fairway, you can book your flight home. Mm-hmm. It'll, well, Rory will just start the jet up. But anyway, he, two fairways to shoot uh, one over par was incredible. But, you know, you, I don't know if you guys caught many of his, much of his press conferences starting the week and everything, but he's taken a completely different stance now with Liv. And he's not even delving into any of the things. And he has been the face and the kind of the talking head for the PGA Tour now that Tiger is kind of, you know, rehabbing again. And I think what we saw at Augusta, he was playing better than anyone when he went into Augusta. And he wasn't, he didn't even challenge for the championship that week. And I think you saw, and I think he saw, man, this thing is just kicking my butt. I'm, I'm, I'm getting so involved and emotionally, uh, uh, drawn into some of these conversations, and I think he's kind of pulling out. I mean, guys, he skipped the RBC in Hilton Head, and it cost him three million bucks because it was an elevated event. And um, you know, three million dollars, I guess, obviously is like a dollar to to for him compared to you guys and I. But that's a big deal, and it gives you a, a big glimpse into what's going on. He's he's. <laughs> He's just not right, Randy. I agree with you. He just doesn't seem right in his head. He, he, um, I think he had 30 putts yesterday. So there were some components of his game that were really good, but typically he drives the ball great. And yesterday was not a good day for him. Well, Jay, obviously it's still early on in the PGA Championship, but just looking at the top of the leaderboard right now, there's one name that really sticks out, a rookie, Eric Cole, 34-year-old rookie. What do you make of his play so far? Well, he's got great golf lineage. You know, he come Bobby Cole and um, um, Laura Bow, I think, are his parents. And they both, Bobby is a South African that played on the PGA Tour. And, and Laura Bow was uh, an LPGA star for quite a while. And But what's interesting, guys, is that in, back in my day, if you didn't make it by your, you know, middle 20s, most people just 
packed it up and packed it in. But what you're seeing now, because there's so much money involved and so the stakes are higher, if you make it, it's such a bigger reward. People are hanging in there a lot longer. And Eric Cole, I, man, I, you know, he, by all accounts, he should have won the Honda. He, he wound up losing in a playoff to Chris Kirk, but he had the lead. He played with the lead. And he was really impressive. And for him to be a rookie and to be handling all that, Brooke, I was really impressed. Today is going to be an interesting day because when you're getting when you're getting going and you're playing well, it's one thing. When you got to go home and you sleep on it, now you're going well. You got to answer questions about winning a major championship and winning your first event on the PGA Tour. There's a lot of mental stuff to deal with, so it's going to be really interesting to see how he. Um, comes out. He's a really good ball hitter, by the way, guys. His his hitting game is impressive, and when he makes putts, it seems like he's up at the top of the leaderboard a lot. Hey, Jay, who do you have coming up on your show on Sunday? With all of the live crap and all these things, I got David Faraday. I, I wanted to get David on the show. He's been a buddy for a long time, and, and I wanted to, I really wanted to ask him why he went and you know what it all means, and so I got my my my, my buddy David on on this Sunday. Very nice. By the way, uh, one other note: the NCAA Division Two Women's Championship was held at Fox Run this week. The winner, Olivia Gromberg from Nova Southeastern, shot six under over at Fox Run. A couple of other golfers, Gabby Woods from Findlay and Olivia Mitchell from DBU, finishing it at minus two. And this is from long distance over at Fox Run. The the level of play of women's golf is just off the charts right now. Oh, Randy, it's so, it, it's so much so. And, you know, Fox Run has just been purchased by the Budrovichs, and it's going to be really interesting. David All has passed away. That golf course is an absolute sleeper. It is really, really super fun to play, and I'm so glad that they're getting some tournaments and getting some attention out there because it's really a jewel, and not too many people play it. And the, the women, man, you know, I, I said this for quite a while for all of the men golfers out there and amateur golfers, you can learn so much more by watching the gals play because you can relate a little more to uh, how far they hit it. Now they're even hitting it further, so maybe you can't relate to how far they they hit it, but their their swings and things are, are just more relatable than the guys. It's kind of like watching men's tennis. I mean, I can't even keep up with the serves anymore, 130, right, 140 right. miles. I don't. I can't even see the ball, you know, so it's, it's just um, – that's that's not a sexist comment. It's just a, I think it can really really help you watching them play over the men. I don't think it's in uh, a female's DNA to try to swing as hard as they possibly can, like I do all the time. Randy, I got to tell you. So we're, I, I'm the same way. We we're, well, I was on the Fox team, and we we're doing the first women's U.S. Open, and it's at Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And I was with Greg Norman and our whole team, and we're watching them. Like, there's not one woman, not one woman out here over swinging. I can't. So I went to the range that afternoon and hit on my eighth swing. I said, forget it. I got to go. So I got to swing. I, I, couldn't make it, I couldn't make it seven swings. I'm like, God, I can't do this. <laughs> so, ladies, Brooke, as you get started, ladies that are tuned in and are going to get into golf or get back into golf, you can beat the hell out of us just by being yourself. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I like to try to hit it as hard as I can. I know I just started, but it's fun because I like to see how far it can go. Some of so maybe I'm sound. not the best. Yes. Hit that, hit that sweet You're on spot. our team, Brooke. We're, we, like, we like that. No doubt. Jay will be tuned in on Sunday. Thank you very much. Have a great day, guys. See ya. That's Jay Delsing with us on 101 ESPN.